Hi, everybody. You're listening to Esther and Jeff. This is episode eight. We made it to eight episodes. That's eight more than I expected. (laughs) Two whole months of recording every Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, mostly Mondays. Only two Tuesdays. Yeah. Yeah, we got to get that down. I think we're going to stick with Mondays, but sometimes Mondays can be a bit hectic. Yeah, especially when we're traveling or last time, last Monday... Or no, last time we recorded on a Tuesday, we had friends over on Monday, so oh, right. it was just a lot. Staying with us, yeah. Mm-hmm. So speaking of staying with us, um, this podcast is not a trip wrap-up. We didn't really go anywhere over the weekend. We literally didn't do anything over the weekend. Well, we like saw some family and then lounged around and I slept a lot and yeah, we didn't do much. <laughs> yeah, nothing to really report. Uh, but I figured on this episode, this would be a good time to talk about the different type of accommodations we've had on trips and how we have um, traveled in the past and how we're going to travel on our next few trips. Yeah. Are you going to start? Do you want me to start? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I think that the most popular one, like the one that everybody chooses, is a hotel. Yep. Uh, we don't. We do stay in hotels fairly frequently, but usually when we're choosing them, we try to pick somewhere like in the city proper or somewhere close to wherever the destination is. So like for an example, in Detroit, we stayed in a ho- like a fairly nice hotel downtown because it was close to the baseball stadium. Right. So when we're talking hotels, location is key. Um It's not necessarily the brand of the hotel or the stars. I mean, as long as it's not like a motel, we're pretty okay with staying in whatever hotel. Yeah. Um, The accommodations don't really matter as much as the location when it comes to hotels. At least for me. I think it's the same for you. Yeah. And we did join a few hotel chain um, rewards programs, which we could be better about using. Yeah. Um, We have the best Western one, but... And the holiday, we haven't used it a lot. And the Holiday Inn one. Oh, yeah. Which I didn't realize the hotel that we stayed in in Detroit was a Holiday Inn. Like, it was part of the, the umbrella or whatever. Oh. So we could have used our points there, but we didn't. <laughs> um, wait, what was I going to say? We're talking about hotels. Oh, so once when we went to Toronto for Jeff's uh birthday work day (laughs) i can't talk for some reason um yeah my birthday we went to toronto um and the hotel that we stayed at was on the train line or the subway line all right so this you're confusing this with cleveland we went to cleveland oh did we not stay (laughs) i was like you're talking about a hotel in toronto i don't think we've stayed overnight in toronto i thought we did when we went to canada's wonderland Oh, yeah, we did. What what hotel did we stay at? Now I can't remember. I just assumed, a La Quinta, right? Or, or is that not a Canadian? That was in Cleveland, and that was on the, the train line, which was the subway in Cleveland. Uh, okay. But I don't know. The one in Toronto was, uh, it wasn't on the train line. Oh, it, no. It, the one in Cleveland. Okay, so we went to Cleveland for a soccer game. Yeah. And we stayed... Into, into two of the city. And we stayed in a La Quinta that was on the train line. So it was super cheap. 
in and because it was in like a suburb or something and we just hopped on the train and rode the train into the yeah. city the, to get to the stadium the la quinta parking lot was also the train station's parking lot mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it was like a two-foot walk to the train station and everyone else in the hotel was also taking the train downtown there were multiple things going on that night in cleveland so everybody was using the train public transportation we try to use when we're in other cities too um but hotels are relatively safe or at least you have the feeling of them being safe well i think they are because yeah. you have a designated lot to park in yeah um a, a, most of them have some sort of security yeah. um they're selling safety yeah definitely and there are um like different things that you get with like the accommodations so mm-hmm. sometimes, sometimes you get breakfast, breakfast uh always like free coffee which is like amazing for me and if we would like worked out then they have gyms and stuff yeah so hotels are like a safe bet and if you're going to a city that you don't know that you're not like super familiar with and like safety is like a major concern um then a hotel is probably the best bet but they're yeah. also the most expensive yeah, yeah, they're the most expensive um, outside of like maybe a bed and breakfast, which we really haven't done much of. No. Um, best option if you are, yeah, like you were saying, security or you want, you know, the comforts of a hotel. Um, we often stayed hotels, but we've also done other um, accommodations. We've also stayed at Airbnbs. So Esther, I think this one is a little bit more your specialty. Okay. Um, I mean, I've only ever stayed in an Airbnb with you. Oh. So, I think... You just really like the idea, so... Well, okay. I, I think you're talking about something else that I will touch on in a second. Okay. Um, so, Airbnbs are super cool. If you're not familiar with the app, uh, basically, people put, put their homes or rooms within their homes um, up for rent for travelers, and you can, like, typically choose how long the stay is and what your, like particular room is going to be um we've only stayed in a couple but they were both like pretty good experiences um they were completely different experiences yeah they were very different like our first one in detroit our host family i think we've talked about this before our host family was like super super cool and like we watched a movie with them and like the guy was a city planner and jeff is all into that so we talked like until like kind of late in the night and then her next Airbnb was in Chicago in, like, a more metropolitan area. And he, like, gave us the keys and then left, basically. And yeah, we, we, <laughs> we never saw the guy again. Yeah. Um, so, but it was fine. Like, he had a roommate, but we never saw her because I guess she worked nights. So we basically had the apartment to ourselves, even though we didn't really feel like we could touch anything or, uh, like... Super uncomfortable experience. <laughs> like, I, you didn't feel comfortable... You couldn't get up in the middle of the night and walk around. It wasn't that sort of a feeling. Um, I mean, it wasn't bad. It's good if you're doing a big city on a budget. Chicago's a really big city, so um, we saved some money doing that. But it I wasn't... Mean, barely. It, wasn't... it was still, like, super expensive. Yeah. It was nice because it was on... It was pretty close to the pink line. So we could, like, take the train into the city, like, farther into the city. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really convenient, but it was still, like, really expensive. Yeah, so Airbnb is uh, a good way to experience a city, um, but it may not be for everybody. Um, yeah. I, I personally don't like it too much depending on the trip. We went on our big long road trip, which we referenced a bunch of times, and the first 
three nights of the trip were in Airbnbs. Um, they were good, but I never got that like ability to rest. You know, you're at somebody else's home. Um, I, I just didn't feel like recharged and I don't feel super comfortable like going to the bathroom at these places. Cause it's like there, well, the one in Chicago was like, it was the one bathroom, you know? Yeah. You don't want to take a long time in the bathroom and their one bathroom. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I th- I do think that more people share your opinion on Airbnbs, but I like feel totally comfortable. It's like, I'm paying for this space for this amount of time, so I'm going to make myself comfortable, you know? And I think that it ends up being, like, a more enjoyable stay if you, like, take that mindset. Yeah, but I I don't think I can turn that part of my brain (laughs) off. I just, my, I know I'm in somebody else's house. It's like staying at your friend's house when you're younger, uh, or even when you're older. I mean, you feel welcomed. I don't feel like I'm going to get kicked out in the middle of the night, but you don't feel super comfortable it's not your home yeah you know like you can make a hotel room feel like your room for the night I don't feel the same way about Airbnb would I do it again absolutely um it's just it's not really my favorite yeah but if you are traveling on a budget and you are cool with just like renting a room out of somebody's like big house then it's awesome but if you want like your own space that you are sure like nobody's really gonna and like I don't know fringe on then maybe it's not the best and hotels totally say, uh, sell that too they're like this is your space for the night you're the only only one with the key you know yeah, that's no sort one's of thing. gonna come in so you feel comfortable like watching tv till 4 a.m or like getting up in the middle of the night and like getting a drink or something yeah um yeah. another so what i think you were referencing earlier is couch surfing um oh. <laughs> no, is, I wasn't really referencing couchsurfing, oh, okay. but well, I'm gonna we talk can talk about, about it. it yeah. <laughs> so couchsurfing is exactly like Airbnb, except you don't pay. So it's like people who, out of the goodness of their hearts, um, are putting their couch up for you to come stay, and they are really just sort of exchanging like that kindness for like a story or like a hangout or something, you know, like... So every time I've gone couch surfing, and I haven't been in a very long time, like at least six or seven years, like since Jeff and I have been together, definitely, because he's not comfortable with it. Um, Not even a little bit. I'm not even, (laughs) I don't think I'm willing to try it. I'd rather sleep in a tent. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like I said, I'm very comfortable with it. Like, I guess it's not, it's not even that I trust people that much. Because, like, if I'm just out and about, like, and some guy's approaching me, like, I don't trust him. Like, I don't know him, don't trust him, and, like, super wary. But if I, like, talk to somebody online and they're, (laughs) which sounds bad, but they're, like, a part of this community and they have, like, all these ratings saying, like, hey, this is a really good person. Like, they, they treated me well, they hosted me well, blah, blah, blah. Then I feel super comfortable going in because it's, like, they can't have that many reviews and also be a creep, right? Mm, I don't agree with that. I feel like when, <laughs> like your scenario where you just you were just talking about being like out in the public and somebody walking up to you, I feel safer out in public because there are other eyeballs. You know, like other people are looking around. Yeah, somebody could do something to me, and there are horrible things that happen to people all the time. But it's less likely when other people are looking. Now, couch surfing, 
you're just putting all your trust into this person and they could essentially do whatever to you. But they're also putting all of their trust in you. You could also be crazy and like do something awful to them, but they're opening up their home to you. Okay, so everyone all around is crazy well, is what you're saying. No. <laughs> I had some really good experiences couch surfing. I just I trust people, but that is another level of trust that I don't really want to explore. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, it's yeah couch surfing. I, I don't know Airbnb. At least there's some money behind it, so I know why they're doing it. You know, not necessarily doing it to be creepy or weird. They're just trying to make some money. You know, it's most of the time it's somebody that needs the money. That's why they're doing it. Sometimes, like the people that we stayed with in Detroit, I don't know if they needed the money as much. They maybe were doing it for like the stories, but. Like, the guy in Chicago, he just needed the money. Like, you could tell that's why he was doing it. Yeah, I mean, and it's just, like, an entrepreneur spirit. Like, you have the space, so why not, you know, like, just make a couple extra bucks. Yeah. Uh, so, we've talked about hotels, we've talked about Airbnb and couch surfing. Uh, there are two other things I'd like to talk about. Okay. Um, one of them, which I'm sure everyone listening has done, is camping. Uh, you know, get sleep in a tent or just a sleeping bag. Um, we haven't necessarily camped a lot. We don't have camping gear necessarily, so we haven't really done that. I've done it before, but not with Esther, and I'm sure Esther's done it plenty of times. Yeah. Um, camping is great if you are doing a wilderness trip, but if you're really, like, checking out a city, camping's really not an option. Yeah, um, so... I think that if we had gone camping while we were staying at like some of the or while we were like traveling through the national parks and stuff like that would have been the best case scenario. Yeah. Like because we were hiking like we were like actually there to see like these national monuments and stuff and there was just like wide open plains and like in um, in the Badlands they had areas that you could camp in like within the national park. Which would have been super cool, but since we didn't have, like, a tent or any gear, like, we couldn't really do that. Um, but yeah, I guess I do agree that if you're going to be, like, hiking for the weekend, then camping's, like, your best bet. But if not, then it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. Right. Um, and then we also have slept in our car. Um, this, we did this two or three nights on the road trip. Um, I think three. Three nights. We slept three nights in the car on the road trip. Um, and it it is an option, especially if you have a hatchback or something where you can drop the back seats. I have a Trailblazer, so it's a midsize SUV. It's not a big SUV, but it's not a little SUV. Um, and there's just enough room when you drop the back seats to fit a mattress topper back there. So we took the mattress topper off our mattress, put it in the back, put sheets on it, threw a bunch of pillows back there and a comforter and it worked out really well you know on the road trip we had our bags and everything we just put it on top of the bed and then when we slept we just moved everything to the front two seats so it worked out really well our mode of transportation turned into our hotel room i would say it really depends on the, the the time of year you're going though you i don't think this is something you could do maybe now it's super hot we're in july uh if it the temperature's above 80 it sounds like impossible to sleep in your car and then if the temperature is any colder than what we did 
it would just not work. You know, we slept uh, overnight in South Dakota, and the temperature went from maybe 50 down to in the 20s in the middle of the night. And it it did get cold in the car. We blasted the heat before we slept, so the car retained some heat. But how did you feel about it? Um, so we did buy these, like, mosquito net things that would go over the windows if we were able to roll them down but it ended up being so cold that we couldn't yeah um so when we woke up after sleeping in this like frozen car um there was just a lot of like humidity in the car which was uncomfortable like um it was cold and you could like see our breath and everything inside of the car but everything also had like a like i don't know a layer of water on it essentially (laughs) yeah um so that was kind of uncomfortable it would have been really nice to open the windows and get some like get a breeze in and i don't even think that the summer would be too hot because i mean up north like here it gets fairly cold it's just the humidity yeah like you were just talking about humidity and it wasn't even humid yeah and we made the car humid so it would be super humid if we did in the summertime yeah but I I thought it was super comfy. Like, um, we brought sleeping bags, so, um, like I was fairly warm. I know that Jeff was kind of cold because he's a little too big for my sleeping bags. Um, but I was fairly also warm. Esther took the whole comforter, so when I woke up, my bare butt was out. <laughs> oh my gosh, no! My butt was frozen. I was in a sleeping bag. Yeah. My butt was frozen, but everything else on me was too hot. <laughs> I woke up. Too hot and then also too cold. Yeah, that's silly. <laughs> um, but then we, later in the trip, we ended up staying in the car in Indiana and it worked out really well. Yeah. Um, also, so we we stayed at KOAs, which are a little more expensive. Campground than, of America. Which are a little more expensive than um, most campgrounds, but they offer you so many amenities while you're there. So like we got Wi-Fi, which was super, super important because we didn't plan very much on this trip like we had like an an overview of like where we wanted to stop every day but for the most part like we needed to plan everything the night before yes um so the wi-fi was like super super important for us but they also had bathrooms and a laundry facility and like if we had gone during the major tourist season like there would have been like cafes and stuff but there was really only, like, a general store at the ones that we went to. Yeah, we went one of the last weekends they were open. We were, it was October, so. Yeah, and that was another thing. Like, a lot of the campgrounds only posted that they were open until October. So we didn't even know that they were open until we got there, essentially. Yeah. Like, even if, you, even if we called ahead, like, um, KOAs are run by a person or, like, a, a couple, like, so these people are there, they maintain the campgrounds, they, like, man the store, do all the, I don't know, they they just do everything around the campground. And if they're not in their office, then they can't pick up the phone. So, so half the time we would be calling these campgrounds and nobody would pick up because they're out doing other things or the office is closed or whatever. So it was a little stressful. But they were all open for the most part yeah we rolled in pretty late and they were all good about leaving our keys in like a mailbox for us to find yeah that was nice Um, sleeping in the car is a viable option depending on your car uh you really the hatchback is important 
and the size of the car is important. The Trailblazer worked out really nice. Um, Esther, hmm? do you want to tell everybody about what we just created? Oh, sure. Um, but before that, I would like to point out that like we did choose to sleep in our car in a campground because it offered more security and it did have Oh, the yeah, we didn't stay on the side of the road or in a Walmart parking lot or something like yeah. that. We we stayed at a, a quote-unquote campsite. It was a tent site, so there's a parking spot and then there's room for you to set up a tent. We just didn't set up a tent. We just slept in the car. Yeah, and I have slept in my car in parking lots before, and it hasn't been an issue, but we just didn't feel safe with, like, the two of us and all of our stuff in the car. And my back windows are tinted, but my front ones are not tinted. (laughs) So our supplies, you know, all the things we brought with us are in the front, and people can see them. So the campground was nice. It's also very dark at the campgrounds, and, Mm -hmm. you know... By the way, in the middle of South Dakota, how many stars did we see? It was yeah, amazing. I didn't, it was amazing. You don't even realize how many stars there are until you've actually seen like a true night sky. And Living look, on the East Coast my whole life, I've never really seen a true night sky. Even in Albion, where it's very, very country, maybe half as many stars as we saw in South Dakota. Yeah, it was nuts. No light pollution. Yeah, amazing. And even though... Um... It, but what was also cool was while we did most of our driving during the day so we could see everything, occasionally we did roll into these campgrounds like already when it was like super late. So when we would wake up, it was like a brand new place. Yeah. Like we'd never seen it before. Like it was amazing looking. And of course, like everything out west that we saw was just like beautiful and different and like remote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was really cool. Um, So to get back to what we were talking about before then... um. We just created a Facebook group, or wait, Facebook page. Facebook page, yes. The for... Esther and Jeff podcast now has a Facebook page Yay. where you can get all the links to the new episodes. You can see pictures. We'll post extra pictures from our trips. Uh, we're going to post polls uh, where we ask you guys questions. Uh, you can also leave us comments on there. So before, you could only really do the Anchor app or listen or, or do it on our personal Facebooks. This is a public Facebook group. So if you're listening to this, you don't know us personally, this is a perfect place. You know, you can drop in, you can leave a like or a comment. Um, if you if you pose a question, we'll stick it in the Q&A. Uh, so super excited to have that. We posted a poll that will be open until Friday, July 27th at 9 p.m., it is a poll where we are letting you guys choose our next vacation. Well, not a vacation, a day trip. <laughs> We're going to have you guys vote on a day trip. We posted two locations, um, Erie, Pennsylvania, and Toronto, Canada. And we want you guys to pick where we go. So we're going to go on a day trip, wake up early, stay late, You know, leave from Buffalo, come back to Buffalo. Both places are about two hours away, so it's perfect. You tell us where to go, we'll have fun, and then we'll talk about it on an upcoming podcast. Yeah, so let's talk about one or two things in both of those locations that we would see while we were there. Okay. Just because nobody knows what Erie, Pennsylvania is. Okay, I will, I'll take the Toronto side, and Perfect. you can have the Erie side. Perfect. So for Toronto, Toronto is a giant city. It's the biggest city in Canada. Um a large population of Canadians live there. It's about the size of Chicago, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe even bigger. Toronto's very large. Um, if we go to Toronto on our day trip, 
we would take the car up to a suburb and take the train into the city and we would do a lot of walking. We'd like to check out a bunch of different neighborhoods we haven't seen before. Um, there's a lot of cool walk walkable spaces in Toronto. Uh, do a little bit of everything and try to blend in and be a local in Toronto for the day. Uh, I would be very excited if you picked Toronto. <laughs> Esther, what's your pitch for Erie, Pennsylvania? Um, I mean, I don't really know very much about Erie other than they have a Chick-fil-A and a zoo. <laughs> And that's what I would want to do yes. when we went there. <laughs> so Erie is a perfect place for us. We like to go on trips where we haven't been and we don't really know a lot about it. Uh, so that's Erie checks off both of those. Mm-hmm. Um, it has a zoo. Esther and me love to go to different zoos. We've already been to one of the Toronto zoos. There is a second Toronto zoo, but that would likely take up our whole day. So if you do vote for Toronto, we probably won't go to the zoo. Um, Erie is home to a couple minor league sports teams. So maybe we could go to a game. Nudge, nudge. Uh, Maybe. And Erie is also on Lake Erie. Uh, Buffalo, Erie, and Cleveland all on Lake Erie. What do you personally want? Or maybe we shouldn't tell people what we want. Um, yeah, we shouldn't tell. You guys should just choose for us, and then we'll do it. And, I mean, we'll probably go to both either way. Uh, no, like... no, no. That's, see, then that takes the poll away. We will go to both, but... Not eventually, like not close. Yeah. If you pick one of the two, we will go within the next two to three weeks and we will create a podcast for it. And then the other destination, it'll be some time. At least it'll be months until we go to the other one. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Uh, Maybe. (laughs) You're making it. Okay. I just want some weight to be behind the pole, you know? Okay. Um, I mean, I think that's weight enough that we'll go within the next month. Uh, So... Check us out on Facebook. Yes, drop us a like. You can also follow us, uh, leave us questions. You can even leave us photos or whatever you want on what you like about the podcast. Yeah, totes. So <laughs> totes. that's a good segue into our next segment. We actually have a voicemail from one of our friends. What? Esther, how do you leave a voicemail? Oh my gosh. So if you're listening on the Anchor app. That's Anchor, like ahoy, matey. Yeah, like a ship anchor. Um, you just go to our page, the Esther and Jeff podcast, and there's going to be an option to leave a voicemail. So this voicemail is from our friend Ryan. Hey guys, love the podcast. Wanted to say a few things, so here we go. First, love the board game talk. Do that more. I would love to hear what you've played recently. I personally think you should check out Concordia. It's great. Also, a little game for people who enjoy bluffing or deduction is Cockroach Poker. Second, I'm really excited to have listened to the past couple podcasts over the past couple days. I'm also really into podcasts. You both do a great job enticing the listener to come back next week. I think that's important of a great podcast. Lastly, here's my question for you. After listening to your travels, it sounds like you like to go to many local food places. So if given the choice, would you rather go to the best restaurant that makes a particular food or the original restaurant that first made the food. Sorry that this is a little long. You can edit if you want. Love you guys. Can't wait to see you in Florida. Thank you so much for that voicemail, Ryan. Yes, who is this guy and why is he saying we're going to see him in Florida? Uh (laughs) I'm just joking. (laughs) That's Ryan, our friend from Orlando. Uh, Board game talk. Yeah, we love board games too. We 
talked about board games last week. We did play some new board games this week, which were pretty fun. What was your favorite of the new ones we played? Um, I liked that tavern one. What was it called? Like Tavern Heroes or something? Yeah. Uh, that was really fun. It was like a little raunchy, which I don't like at all. But the gameplay was really cool. Yep. Gameplay trumps the uh like the, the style theming, the theming yeah. yes good good call i uh we played mystic veil vale, which is like a deck builder oh, game yeah, that, was, that was awesome my favorite i bought that game for jeff like two years ago for his birthday and yep. we finally played it yeah it was a lot of fun so like each card comes in a sleeve and then you can purchase more cards that only take up like a portion of the card front so like you add into the sleeve to like build up your cards um it it is like a deck builder um and they're like a they're like a finite amount of victory points that you can receive before the end of the game and i didn't really get it until the game was over which was kind of difficult because um like then it's impossible to win because <laughs> you don't know what you're doing right. until it's already over. But now that I know what's going on, it'll be a super cool game. Um, let's see, what else have we? Oh, Ryan, I don't know if you've heard about it or if you <laughs> played it, but Gravwell is like one of my new favorite games. Um, it it's super cool in that you're a spaceship. Like it's four players or up to four players. And each of you are spaceships, and you draw fuel cards, and your movement is dependent on the type of fuel you use and the ship that's closest to you. So it's really cool. Um, it's totally like dependent on like physics, which I think is really neat. And it like your turn changes so rapidly. So like you think that you're gonna move in a certain direction and then somebody else plays a card in, before you and then you end up moving in the opposite direction. So it's super cool. So you should check that out if you haven't. Um, but we'll we'll definitely look into Concordia or Cockroach. Whoa, poker. somebody's honking their horn out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, so that's another little board game section there. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so Ryan also, what, what was the other thing he brought up? You brought up something else? You're talking about oh, his question? about the food. Yeah, so Ryan asked us if we would like to go to the original place where something happened or the place that's, like, known to be the best, right? That mm -hmm. was his question. Mm -hmm. um, I think the answer is a little bit of both. I think you have to go to the original at some point. Uh, you need to enjoy it, you know, you, but... Maybe the place that does it the best is where we tend to go. Yeah, definitely. So, like, if, we, if we're if we going to use the chicken wing as an example, um, apparently the chicken wing was invented at Anchor Bar in Buffalo. Yep. But we've only been there once. So, I mean, like, I've, I've been there multiple times, but Esther's only okay, been once. But in yeah. the time that we together have lived in Buffalo, we have only gone to Anchor Bar one time. Yeah. And that's because... Another bar, Duff's, is said to have perfected the wing. And it's so true. They're so much better. And, like, the city's divided on it, but we're total, like, Duff fans. No, I, I don't know. I, I guess I'd have to try them again. I, I also like getting wings at, at local bars. Uh, yeah. A lot of the bars in Buffalo do wings the best. If you only have one night and you have to choose between Duff's and Anchor Bar, maybe just don't and then uh, pick a bar. Oh, my because God. Because I don't... I don't think I've had a wing at a bar in Buffalo that's bad. No. 
Probably not. They're, I've had mediocre wings. Like, they're sure. just not flavorful. But no, none of them are bad yeah. if they're from, like, a local place. Like, we have gone to a pizza place that's not local, and they baked their wings, and it was disgusting. Well, that's different. Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> wow, really? That's the one thing you brought up? Okay, um... When it comes to other locations, though, when I went to Pittsburgh a couple of years back, I went to Promanti Bros to get the big sandwich or whatever it's called. Um, there are probably other places that do that sandwich better in Pittsburgh. But, you know, as a tourist, you most of the time go to the original place. Yeah. Uh, when we went to New York City, we touched on our podcast. We tried to go to Katz's Deli. Super crowded. That's an original place. Um, but sometimes the better option is the better option <laughs> that's that, that was bad choice of words yeah. but i don't I, know it's a little bit of both i guess i see the appeal of going to the original place but i think if if there is a better place you should just go to the better place that's how i feel personally but how would you know it's better we're just basing it off other people's opinions yeah exactly yeah <laughs> well Thank you, Ryan, for leaving the podcast and for the kind words. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will be in Florida soon, as Ryan pointed out. Um, not this weekend, but the following weekend, we'll be in Jacksonville. So that's something to look forward to if you're mm-hmm. listening to the podcast. We have a planned trip to Jacksonville. Uh, we also, again, to touch on that poll, we will be taking a day trip to one of the two cities, either Erie, Pennsylvania, or Toronto, Ontario. So you tell us where we're going. Uh, you can go on to the Esther and Jeff podcast page on facebook type in esther and jeff you will find us on facebook go ahead and like it while you're there and vote on the poll the poll ends friday july 27th at 9 p.m if you vote after that it won't count (laughs) i don't even think you can vote after that and if there's a place that you would rather us go that isn't erie or toronto you're more than welcome to leave a comment saying so we most likely will not go within the next couple of weeks (laughs) but we will definitely make an effort to go oh that reminds me julie said that we should go to watson's glen watkins glen watkins glen oh i thought it said watson okay (laughs) watkins glen yeah very nice area we'll have to do that eventually yeah so thank you guys so much for listening episode eight we've made it i'm gonna say that every time we make a new podcast we've made it we made it to episode eight uh listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts search esther and jeff we are on spotify uh we are on itunes apple we are on google we're on everything of course the anchor app listen to us how you want to find us uh, definitely check out the Facebook page. My Instagram is my full name, Jeffrey Sears, and Esther will put it in the link uh, to show off the photos. Also, my Instagram photos we will also put on the Facebook page. So if you don't want to go to both, everything will be located on the Facebook page. That's Esther and Jeff. Do you have anything to add, Esther? No, I think you said it all. I think I said it all. <laughs> yes. All right, we will see you guys in Episode 9 next week. Okay, bye.